Hoy, buenas noches, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, your Philadelphia Flyers uh, fall to the Dallas Stars. I'm not going to lie to you. This one definitely hurt a little bit because we just came off of a bad loss against the Buffalo Sabres on Saturday afternoon. It was a, it was a, it was a performance where you're just absolutely embarrassed. It's literally 6-3 the way you did the Buffalo in Buffalo, a team that we know it is not that damn good. It's not good at all. And you just came out unmotivated you made them look like the freaking florida panthers by all by all means and it, it was just it was just a flat-out embarrassing leaving uh the key key cent or key keystone or key arena whatever key 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 center i don't even know what the frick they call it up there but we really wanted to see a bounce back type of performance here uh of course the 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 story of tonight was um keith yandel shouts out to keith yandel the iron man that he is uh, this was a 634, 600, yeah, I think 634 straight uh, appearances. Absolutely wow what he's done. Um, kudos to him, of course, facing off against Dallas here tonight. Uh, we just did not have enough to get. It's the same thing. It's honestly the same thing. This was a game where, you know, you just take it into extras, right? Just take this game into extras. Take the point. We'll, we'll, we'll handle it from there. Just get, get away from this winless streak that you're going on. But unfortunately... Late, late minutes or uh, third period collapses happened yet again, and the Flyers now have lost 12 straight games in a row. Mm, 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 mm. All right, guys, let's get let's dive into before we dive into today's recap real quick. Let's get the business at hand. Make sure you, if you guys enjoy the content, make sure you guys hit that like button. That would truly mean the world to me if we could push this out there. And of course, if you are if you do enjoy the content, if you do, are a Philly sports fan, consider joining the family. By subscribing to the channels, we talk Philly sports all the damn time from the Flyers, Sixers, the Phillies, the Eagles, and the Union. So make sure you guys are subscribed. And of course, if you guys uh, prefer more of a podcast form, we do rebroadcast this all in podcast form as well. You can find it under Oin Philly Sports. And of course, you can find those wherever you stream podcasts as well from Apple, Google, and Spotify. And of course, we got TikTok in the building. What's going on, TikTok? What's happening, guys? Make sure you guys tap that screen, hit keep hit screen. Share those likes. I really would appreciate that. And, of course, if you are a sports fan, specifically a Philly sports fan, make sure you guys follow. We talk Philly sports all the time here as well. So make sure you guys follow in as well. Uh, all right, guys. So let's get to uh, – let's start off as always. Let's look at the lines here tonight for the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, starting off with the top line. Uh, again, no changes there. You had Clojure centering JVR when Cam Atkinson, uh, that top line pairing. And your second line, you had Scotty Lotz censoring Oscar Lindblom and Travis Konechny. And your third line, you had Morgan Frost censoring Gerald Mayhew with Max Maxwell Willman. And then the fourth and final line, the most controversial line that there was, you had Jackson Cates censoring Nick Sealer and Zach McGowan. Um, now, look, obviously you see Nick Sealer there and you're just wondering to yourself, why are we starting a seventh man uh, defender as our left wing here? Um, from, <clears throat> from my understanding, Linus Sandine and uh, also, who am I blocking off? What the hell is his name? Uh, Linus Sandine. And I just had the name. I, I it'll, it'll, it'll come to me eventually. Um, we had we had two. Oh, Connor Bunnyman. Connor Bunnyman. How can, I, how can I forget about Bunny? So we had Bunny and Sandine come up here for the taxi squad. The problem is, is that with the Phantoms, they just played back to back games, and there was no way Mike Yo was going to put them into this game. So that is why you saw um, Nick Sealer starting at as that left wing here today. 
It is unorthodox. It's probably what we did not want to see. But when you have guys like guys like Sandine and guys like Bunny who've been putting in some serious minutes for the Phantoms, you can't just expect them to come back out. I'm sure those guys will be back for tomorrow's game, which we'll get to in a little bit as well. But we saw Nick Sealer in there. We did not see too much of Nick Sealer, but we definitely needed a body there. But about eight minutes on the ice for Nick Sealer. Um, and yeah, it's it, it gets it's pretty bad uh, when you start seeing some defensemen um, starting to pl uh, play alongside uh, alongside on that fourth line. We saw this last year actually as well. If you guys do remember, um, we saw uh, Sam Moran. Um, get some time as that left winger, uh, or I think he played right, but that that was a definitely bad time. So Jordan Hall put out this tweet earlier said, I'm going to reiterate to you. It is it is kind of like a microcosm, and it kind of tells a story what's been going on with the Flyers. So the Flyers' bottom six forwards on opening night. The third line was uh, Scotty Law centering Oscar Lindblom and James Van Riemsdyk. And as I just told you guys, those guys... Obviously, JVR on the top line, but Lindblom and Lotz on that second line. Yeah, that's it's kind of in this. Then their fourth line is Nate Thompson centering Maxwell Willen and Nicholas Dubé Kudel. Thompson, I do not know when he's coming back. He's been gone for a while now, and he, it doesn't look like any sign of him coming back anytime soon. Willman's been bumped up to the third line. Nicholas Dubé Kudel is actually doing his thing out in Colorado with the Avs. So yeah, it's uh, that's what's going on right now, and of course. He mentions the bottom uh, bottom six line on game 42, which is what the Flyers play tonight. Morgan Frost entering Gerald Mayhew, Max Willman, obviously Morgan Frost. Uh, we did it. We definitely wanted to see him in with Philadelphia at some point this season, not in the circumstances that we're seeing. Um, and of course, Gerald Mayhew's doing it is all trying to give this team some sort of life. And obviously, it's, that's a tough job for him. And of course, Maxwell Willman getting put up there. And then Jackson Cates, Nick Steeler, Zach McGowan. I will say we've talked about Zach McGowan, and I know a lot of Flyers fans have a lot of love for Zach McGowan, but he's really deserving of, of having some of these minutes, um, giving getting a lot of play as well. Um, and for Jackson Cates, he's just a young kid trying to trying to make uh trying to make a name for himself as well. So, uh, it is it is definitely crazy to see what has happened to this team over the past couple of weeks with all these injuries and COVID that's been killing us. Your defensive pairings, you had Ivan Proroff with uh, Justin Braun, Travis Sanheim with Rasmus Ristolainen. They're back again. And then, of course, your third and final line, Keith Yandel um, alongside with Cam York. Of course, great day for uh, Keith Yandel. And look, it's 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 been an ugly season. We all, we all know this. Um, but the fact is, guys, Keith Yandel is definitely the he has been. If you talk to some of these hockey purists, he's one of those guys that you just can't hate. Honest to God, you just flat out can't hate. And I'm sorry, it was 964 consecutive games that Keith Yandel has been playing. Absolutely wild. Um, Jordan Hall also put out something else that's pretty damn funny. Um, the last game that Keith Yandel missed was back in March of 2009. Cam York was eight years old. <laughs> that was the partner tonight <laughs> and he's playing alongside with him. and hopefully cam york has a nice bright future uh with the philadelphia flyers going forward uh but it is definitely pretty funny but of course that was the story of the night and i'm and i'm happy the flyers have been able to kind of um give keith yandel this limelight because he definitely deserves it you know we didn't anticipate him to have such a huge load with the team this season but he has he hasn't complained one bit. Even tonight, like even the discussion of the whole 964 straight games, 
um, uh, tying Jarvis. He's been super humble about it, and that's kind of the beauty of Keith Yandel. Um, and I expect we expect a lot more from Keith Yandel going forward because we gonna need him. <laughs> we flat out gonna need Keith Yandel. Um, so this was a game that in the first period, um, for listen for most of it, it was back and forth. I do feel like the Flyers started this game off better than they did. And I'll be honest with you, all, all the 11th Street losses, there was some energy. There was energy throughout this whole entire game. Um, there were times where I felt like the Flyers lost their, I guess, their focus, weren't executing properly, as as Mike Yo uh, iterated in the press conference today. Um, but unfortunately, in the seven, uh, 17 minutes into this period, we got three minutes left in the period, Rope Heinz gets the goal, <laughs> a breakable goal. Not much hard can do there, one-on-one yet again. Most goals that we're talking about, we, we talked about it against Buffalo as well. A lot of one-on-one situations. You're leaving your goaltender, whether it be Martin Jones or Carter Hart, in a terrible situation. And again, in that first period, Rope Heinz, right before the period ends, puts the Dallas Stars up one to nothing. And, and again, the Flyers continuously playing down, playing behind the opponent. Why we're talking about 12 straight losses after tonight. It's little things like that. It, this this team has been so bad at this point. It's because of the little things that they just cannot get over. And playing from behind is one of those things. Now the Dallas Stars have been a team who, uh, coming into this game, were on a two-game winning streak, but have been scoring a lot of goals. So to be able to hold the Stars to one goal was definitely nice. But you want to get on top of those guys bright and early, and unfortunately, you weren't able to do that. Now the true test was going to be the second period. As we all know, the Flyers do tend to struggle, but the good thing is the Dallas Stars also a team that struggles in the second period. And this one, 12 minutes in, in the period, 12 minutes into the period, um, Ivan Provorov was able to get the Flyers on the board. Finally, he got a little, uh, listen, let's let's call a spade a spade. He got lucky on that one, okay? He gets the puck from Travis Connect and he starts uh, whipping around, and right before he hits that, that uh, he, he gets behind the net, he just whips it in front of the defenders, and, and Klinberg, I think is his name was, uh, it deflects off of his skate, and it gets in that. He had a nice little deflection goal, but smart play by Ivan Provorov by all means, but that's definitely what the Flyers needed. When the Flyers right now are very much shorthanded, you're on an 11-game losing streak. You want to do anything. These goals are going to come however which way you can. They, they're not going to be these pretty goals. If you have to get a couple deflections, a couple ugly goals, that is really what you need to get right now to get yourself out of this uh, out of this slide. And that's perfect. That is exactly what they needed. One-to-one, the Flyers close out the period. It was a solid period, especially when we talk about how bad the Flyers are in the second period. That's exactly what they want. Getting into the third period, you're tied one-to-one. Let go and get this dub, baby. Let's get out of this losing streak. This was a nice, this was a good period in the third. Flyers had some their good opportunities. The Stars had their good opportunities. But, of course, as always, the Flyers just find a way to just screw this fucking shit up. 325 left in the period. Um, J- uh, Jacob Peterson um, gets it past uh, Carter Hart. Not much that you could do there. It was a congested, it was very congested in front of, in front of Carter Hart. Jacob Peterson literally right in front of net, just whips this up right above Carter's shoulder, gets hits the top of the net, and then it bounces right out. The ref, the refs had to go to the uh, to the uh, review. They had to look at this over again, and it was deemed the goal. Um, and this was actually, I believe, um, eight minutes after the beautiful save that one of those highlight reel saves that Carter Hart had. Um, he, Carter Hart, it, it was similar to that Taylor Hall save that he had a couple years ago. 
but then not to be confused with Nikkin and Hiskin gets this nice he, he catch Carter Hart sliding over from left to right, and then he just whips this puck in and tries to whip in the back of the net. And Carter Hart with a huge save, absolutely beautiful, beautiful sliding save with the glove. Um, it, it's a it was definitely a highlight reel. I'm definitely gonna TikTok that after this, but um, it, it it's like this was another great performance by Carter Hart. He was making save after save, 30, uh, 33 saves off of 35 shots. He was spectacular all game long. Um, and unfortunately for the Flyers, that was really the difference. That right there was the difference for the Flyers. Not much else that they could do at that point. Um, uh, 18-23 in the, in the uh, period, so almost at the quarter. Joel Pavelski gets an empty netter. That would kind of seal the fate for the Philadelphia Flyers. And unfortunately, they would fall tonight 3-1 to to the Dallas Stars. Absolutely, it absolutely was it was terrible. It was rough, considering the fact that the Flyers I felt like gave effort against a solid Dallas Stars team. Carter Hart looked spectacular tonight as well. Kept them in the game uh, for a lot of for for most of this game. That he kept them in it, you know. And honestly, that last goal right there, the, the I'm sorry, the real last goal, not the empty netter, but the um, the Peterson goal. Um, was it? No, it wasn't Peterson. Um, yeah, it was actually Peterson. The Peterson goal. Listen, you cannot allow a guy to be that open in front of the front of the net. That just cannot happen. You got to do a better job of communicating and assigning someone to hit to Jacob Peterson. And and for Carter Hart, there's I can't really fault him all too much onto that one. And again, the Flyers collapse in the third period. This has happened how many times? This always happens against the New York Islanders. We all kind of anticipate that as we face off against them tomorrow. But it, this this one this one definitely hurts. And on on Keith Yen special as well. My God, it, it is absolutely, absolutely uh, a terrible microcosm of what went. So now this is 12 straight losses for the Philadelphia Flyers, this tough one. And this ties a franchise record back in 1989-1990 season. Flyers lost, lost 12 straight. I believe at that point, because I think Jonesy was on that team. He was talking about it at, after this game and in a the, in the little bit of that postgame show I caught. Um they were in first place and then they went on this 12 game losing streak. So they were able to make the playoffs that season. This iteration of the Flyers team, this is their second losing streak of 10 games or more. Excuse me. And this is not a team that was in first place. This was not a team that was competing with top, the tops of the NHL. This is a team that is hurting, that is reeling, second coach injury after injury like the, the, it, the this team has literally caught every single bad luck that you can think of they it feels it feels like this team was cursed straight up it's 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 abs, absolutely crazy um but you know real quick back to carter hart you know th this obviously season felt a lot like last year and probably honestly even worse considering the fact that we already lost our coach um the moves in the offseason you know, it, it's kind of been hurting us, especially with Ryan Ellis. That's the big one that's really been hurting us. Um, but I don't. Last year, we saw a lot of the bleeding that wasn't be able to, to be stopped. We we lost a couple games of six goals or more. The Rangers, I think, in two games, scored like seventeen goals. Like that was absolutely terrible. This Flyers team, it, it just a lot of the same as last year. But you're not seeing that avalanche that happened last year, and I think a lot has to do with Carter Hart taking that next step. And obviously this team is not helping Carter Hart take those next steps. When he's taking all these freaking shots, defense look, it looks like a junior league defense 
And yet Carter Hart is making save after save. He looks so much more polished than he did last year. And one has to think, what would this team look like if it wasn't for Carter Hart, to be quite honest with you? And it, it's it's just absolutely terrible um, to see what happens. And like I said, this would have been a great win, Stars. Obviously, breaking the streak is more important. It doesn't matter who you get out against. But, man, this is a South Stars team. They're starting to try. They're trying to find their way as well. They're trying to get snap out of it, starting the season off a little bit slow. Um, but they've been pulling, pushing it around uh, or turning it around as of late. But, damn, this 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 one this one's going to sting, man. It, it, not only because we're still losing, but because of the fact that you had the opportunity here to get yourself that. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Absolutely rough. Absolutely rough. So, all right, guys, let's get to the comments, questions, and concerns. Of course, uh, we're going to keep it hockey here today, guys, flyers or hockey-related. So if you guys got any thoughts on the flyers or hockey, definitely let me know. We'll start with TikTok today. We haven't started with TikTok in a while, but Kata Hot's in the building. Kata, I saw Kata was at the game here today. What's happening? Kata, angry. I bet, man. I bet you was cursing out a couple of fans or a couple of players. Fire yo. <laughs> How do we what do we do? What do we do with Mike Yo? Honestly. Like I, I hear this man talk, and it's sometimes I feel like he's I do commend him for standing up for Charlie O'Connor. Charlie O'Connor asked him what he thought of the energy. And and Mike was like, Charlie, there was energy tonight. And I agree. I do feel like there was energy. I thought the, the way they started off the first period was nice as well. But this team just doesn't know how to finish. The team has a lot of problems, okay? A lot of freaking problems. But, man, finishing with – thank you, uh, that Flyers fan. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, What's up? We got Scotty in the building. What's happening, man? What's going on? Embrace the losing. <laughs> oh, man. That the uh the TikTok chat is is having fun with that. I appreciate that. I, I like the I like that. It's just tough times right now, Flyers Nation, man. Uh on DSM. I've done a I've done a TikTok on uh DSM uh the TikTok account. I'll definitely do, be down to do some more. I'll de I'm definitely down for that. I appreciate that, Savage. Thank you so much. FW Arley, what's happening? What's going on? What's happening? Kazim, what's happening? Kazim, congratulations. Listen, we're keeping lucky, but I have to congratulate you. Congratulations to your Niners making the NFC Championship game. That is pretty damn awesome. Congrats, brother. Crack and play tomorrow. What's up, Lucas Crack? And what's happening? So that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, Snoop XV Major. We caught all five Philly sports. So obviously, you see the Eagles behind me, the Flyers, what we're talking about right now, the Sixers, the Phillies, and the Union. So anything Philadelphia. I'm a, I'm a fan of, for sure, man. But I appreciate you hopping on in, man. Uh, Kata Carter looks a lot better than last year despite the losing streak. Yeah, man, a lot of this losing streak is not really on him. When you have such a shakeup in the lineups every single night, these defensive pairings getting changed, the forward lines getting changed. You got guys from Lehigh Valley coming up here. Um, it's it's definitely tough, and obviously going through another coach as well. But I definitely give credit to, a lot of credit to Carter Hart for staying composed as best as he can. He's he looks a lot more mature this season as well. I ain't no twigs getting broken in Boston this year, that's for sure. Let's go, crack. Hey, you enjoy your cracking, man. You enjoy your cracking, Luke. It's good to see you, brother. Uh, most checking on in. Why did I go? Why is this team so trash? Why to the game like because you were a Flyers fan? You will always be a Flyers fan. It's just rough right now, man. It is just rough right now. And you know it's crazy. Someone like Mike has yet to see like good Flyers hockey. Like 2020 was the pinnacle of his Flyers, though. It's it's terrible, man. It's terrible. We got Dylan in here. Oh, brother. 
Oh, brother is right, Dylan. Oh, brother is right. This one hurts, man. This one definitely hurts. When does the union season start? <laughs> Dylan. Oh, man. Well, February 26th, as Mike is letting us know. February 26th, brother. Oh, man. We we, we got to stay strong, man. We 42 games. We're 42 games in, man. It's We got a lot more hockey left, bro. Uh, was it really AV fall or was it the lack of communication in this team? I think that, um, honestly, AV had a part to do with it. I don't think it was his problem in, to in total. Um, I think that who, who's like a, a, a freaking legendary. I don't even think Ed Shiro could make this team win. If we're talking about legendary. I don't think anyone, anyone can make this team uh, win right now. There's a lot of problems with team. Obviously, injuries have really been killing the Flyers this season. It's it's not even like just the the play of the players here. I mean, I, I looked at some of these young players who had a lot of potential, who just kind of haven't been living up to the to the potential they had. You know, I'm looking at guys like Ivan Provorov, Travis Sanheim, Travis Konechny. Um, I, I, Joel Farabee has looked good, so I can't really take that away from him. But um, you guys get the point, and that's been the problem with the Flyers as well, other than just missing on guys in drafts too. But this team is just it's just in, in the entirety, not just in the locker room, but the coaching staff, but the front office. It's a mess. It's just a flat out mess. And it I it can't it's not really all on AV. It really isn't. Does this team God <laughs> do we still love them? Yes, we still love them. And I'm rocking the new flyer. Hey, that's awesome. Hey man, listen, rock that flyers uh gear of pride. I'm sure you have some penguins fans in your in your school or some Rangers fans. Some of those guys going to probably give it to you, man. But you wear with pride, man. You wear that shit with pride. Fucking Montreal, we're getting the first round pick. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, wait, trade Giroud to Montreal for first round pick in the next uh, year or two. It's going to be interesting what happens to Claude Giroud. I, no, I don't much. Montreal, is Montreal still in it? They were. They were. Yeah, no. Nah, Montreal's in last place. Um, I mean, would Florida give us something for Claude Giroux, something good for Claude? I mean, I doubt they have any more assets left. Maybe a team like Toronto. Toronto right now are sitting with 51 points in third place of the Atlantic with Boston. You know, Boston's not going to go anywhere uh, easily. So some interesting teams here in the East. If he stay, I want him to go to the West, but if I'm thinking Carolina's definitely not going to trade for him. Listen, and the whole, like, if you're a Flyers fan that does not want to trade with Pittsburgh and New York, listen, if Pittsburgh and New York gives us something good for Claude Giroux, they can have him because I'm looking to rebuild and I'm looking to get something for Claude Giroux heading into the final year of his contract, man. I'm done with this half rebuild shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it, ha it hasn't been a proper rebuild, honestly. Um, and Hexy did not. I think Hexy had the right idea. That's kind of like Sam Hinkie in a sense. Right idea, just did not build it the right way. Like, I look back at it now. Best Drafting best available for Sam Hinkie is great, yeah, but you wound it up with Nerlens in the well, Joel B, which obviously Joel's been turned out really good, uh, Jalil uh, Okafor, um, and then eventually you got Ben Simmons, Mark Elfield, but you guys get the point. Like, you got to build it the right way. See, drafting is very key, and it's important to draft the right player. That is always, always the tough part. Uh, is Chuck trying to get one more run with Giroux and get some veterans and make a cup run? But that's what we did this year. That's what we tried to do this year, and you saw what happened. Injuries crept up, and and COVID, it's been killing us. You, I, I think that this type of plan is done. I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't, I can't, like I can't run the same bullcrap next year 
you get some veteran players and put it around this. Like, I can't do that. I can't. Whenever the Flyers win the next cup, I got to tell them about this year for the Flyers. I, Dylan, something tells me you're going to see a lot worse years. I don't know. Just, just my hunch. Uh, Mike Yo is like, what did I just walk into? Yeah, poor Mike Yo. Uh, he was co- he probably took this opportunity. He's like, all right, I'm going to make my mark. I'm going to show that I can still coach in this league. And you're seeing what's happening. And I don't think it's completely on Mike Yo's fault. I just don't think he's the right guy for this type of job. He's 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 the interim. I mean, at this point, he he's just the interim. He'll be gone by the end of this year, if not sooner. I mean, this team needs something, man. Something. Uh, Chucky going to tomorrow. The NHL can't let the Flyers fans suffer like this. Uh, yeah, I mean, <sighs> so here's the thing as well, Dylan. So for everyone who's who are who's interested, at eleven o'clock on Wednesday, eleven o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, Chuck Fletcher will hold a mid-season press conference. I'm so intrigued what he has to say. I cannot wait for him to hear his his ten game breakdowns. Yo, Chuck, it's been 40 games, all right? The 10-game breakdown, it's been shit, okay? You had two 10-game losing streaks. More than the two, uh, you had a 12-game and a 10-game losing So that goes out of the door, my friend. So I'm so intrigued yesterday. So when at 11 a.m., you find it on YouTube. I'm so intrigued to hear what he has to say, man. He, he can't be anything good. Can't believe we traded Ghost. Uh, I'm, I'm not, you know, that's Ghost. I'm not mad at that one. I mean, listen, I know Ghost is actually doing pretty well for the for the Coyotes. I mean, we have to look deeper into ourselves, man. Mike Yo sounds like he's crying when he gets home. He probably is, man. He probably is. Can you blame him, man? Uh, Flyers haven't seen their full team this year. That is true. That is, we haven't seen the Ellis, Provi, um, Sandheim, and and uh, and Risto, uh, York, and and Randall. Like we haven't seen that, right? And then we haven't seen. Um, Kevin Hayes, Sean Couturier. We haven't seen Sean Couturier in a while. Same thing with Kevin Hayes, man. It's absolutely wild. I saw the Flyers in Carolina the first meeting. Oh, you did tell me that. I remember you telling me that one. And uh, that that was a crazy because I think we actually beat the Hurricanes when they were undefeated, and that was a fantastic win against those guys. And then we've seen what's happened. And our injuries had a lot to do with that as well, but that was an impressive win. If the Flyers can get to some that's some type of that play, that would absolutely be spectacular. <laughs> spectacular. Uh, what's happening, PJ? It's good seeing you on here, brother. What's going on? Uh, the reason this hurts more than it should is because the first bit of the season with Cam Atkinson being so hot, I thought we had a chance to be something. Now I don't see a feature any way we go. Oh, man, that is so true. And Cam has been on street as well, which makes it tough. Uh, to kind of to see what we have in Cam Atkinson going forward in the future, but it's it's been a tough year for everyone, man. It's been a tough year. I appreciate that, PJ. That's what we do, man. We should try to preach, uh, preach these facts, man. That's all we try to do, man. Let's go. Uh, do Philly residents still love McNabb's chunky chicken noodle soup? Ah, uh, nah. I uh, you won't catch me eating anything in a can these days. That's for sure, man. Uh, J.O., do you work for ESPN? I would like to, man. Are you related to David Blaine? I am not related to David Blaine. I am a Zapata, not a Blaine. <laughs> Good night to you, Dylan. We're actually going to shut uh, close down here tonight as well. Uh, it's a rough one, guys. I know it's a rough one, but we're back. actually back at it tomorrow. We have a Philly sports doubleheader. Um, the Sixers face, I believe the Sixers are hosting the Pelicans, which I'll double check after this. And then the Flyers will be in Belmont facing off against the Islanders. They're both around the same time. 
it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a tough one, man. It is going to be a tough one here for the Flyers. I believe the Islanders had a bad loss yesterday or Saturday. Uh, from what I heard, the fans actually booed the Islanders off the ice. So they are definitely gonna be motivated and wanting to get some against some points and, and get a win over the Flyers. Uh, last week they beat us on back to back games. So yeah, we uh we have a uh, thirteen straight losses. Kind of sounds like it's probably what's going to happen, guys. Oh man, we'll see what happens. But guys, it's gonna do it here for me again. The Flyers fall to the Dallas Stars three to one. Oh man. <laughs> We're back at it tomorrow, guys. Make sure you guys hit the like button. That would truly mean the world to me. And make sure you guys subscribe to the channel for some more Philly sports content. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly. And I'm telling you guys, let's go Flyers. Talk to you guys soon.